You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Episode 27, Hate. Hey there, this is the Bouncing Act Podcast. I am Danny, that is Julio, doing his computer stuff to make this microphone stuff a reality on your listening stuff. Uh, just a whole lot of stuff going on. Um, hope this finds you well. I hope you've had um, been able to cherish moments more often after what we talked about in our last episode, as uh, I'm hoping you took that challenge to heart. Uh, I want to extend a special welcome to those of you. If this is your first time listening in, thank you so much for giving us a try. Um, as I always say, time is an unrenewable resource, and the fact that you would use up some of your precious time to listen means a great deal to both Julio and I. Um, if you've been listening to the show, um, thank you for continuing to listen. And as always, please, uh, you know, just share the love, uh, subscribe, have others subscribe, uh, because, you know, sharing is caring. As always, feel free to email us at thebalancingactpodcast.gmail.com. That's thebalancingactpodcast.gmail.com with any suggestions, questions, or ideas. We love when listeners reach out to us. It's always a, it's a nice treat to, to talk um, to listeners and also to find out where, where you're from. We've got people in Australia and the UK. How'd that happen, Julio? <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's um, it's a, it's a, it was a pleasant surprise to see that some of the, the, the data on that. Uh, you, you can also find us on Instagram at the Balancing Act Miami. Give us a follow there. You can also reach out to us. We are accessible through there through DM messaging and stuff like that. And I tend to post doodles. <laughs> I've been posting a lot of artwork recently, but also I'll post um, you know some some quotes or um, passages from books that I'm reading and things like that. Now for a recap, uh, last episode we talked uh, about how we fall into the habit of taking little moments for granted. We have this expectation that we will get another chance to have a chat with a friend or a meal at a particular restaurant, or there will be another opportunity or chance to say hi to someone when such things are just not guaranteed. We need to make every chance sacred. Today, we will shift gears from loving hugs to aversive things, uh, this demonic thing that torments us, the monster in the closet that growls in the sound of an alarm clock, the minion in the shape of the number on the scale we weigh ourselves on, the ghoul that howls at the gym or stalks us in the office or hisses at us in the classroom. Of course, we're talking about effort. And today we will talk about how we hate it. Today we will talk about hate as in high aversion to effort. Questions. Do you struggle with getting out of bed in the morning? How many times do you hit snooze before getting up? How difficult is it for you to maintain a diet? What keeps you from exercising? What is the obstacle between you and social interaction? Do you avoid challenges? At work? At school? At home? In life? 
did this fear of trying just appear out of nowhere? Or has it been snowballing over the years? Theory of Car Radio Relativity So I'm going to try to channel my inner Neil deGrasse Tyson for this one. So please, no hate mail for terrible impersonations, but cue the space music, Julio. Hello. Picture a universe. And in that universe is a pretty little blue planet. And on that planet is a country that has a city. And in that city are lots of roads, networking and interconnecting and twisting and turning for the residents of this city, in this country, on that planet, in that universe. And like little ants marching, pardon the Dave Matthews reference, there are a multitude of cars hustling on these roads. But let's focus on one car in particular, a silver Honda Civic, and inside that Honda Civic sits a man named Danny, who is listening to a band named Tool. And for those of you who have listened to this band, it is a band whose music is meant to be listened to very loudly. In this case, he is listening to the music extremely loud and screaming along with the lyrics, embarrassing himself as Drivers in cars next door look at him at red lights, wondering, what the hell is that guy doing? Finally, Danny arrives at a sports bar to meet up with friends for chicken wings. What a surprise. But when he returns to the car after eating chicken wings and turns the ignition in his Honda Civic, he jumps in fright at the loud noise blasting from the car speakers. He quickly turns the radio off and looks around, questioning, was that radio that damn loud? Okay, that's that's it for my incredibly limited Neil deGrasse Tyson impersonation. So I've already I'm done channeling uh, him. So so what happened with the radio? Um, well, in its simplest form, it's a matter of tolerance, right? It's a matter of the uh, awesomeness that is Tool's music. But for the purpose of the theory of car radio relativity, it's about tolerance. It's about being exposed to the stimulus of the music and increasing volumes incrementally as you jam out, turning the volume dial little by little, more and more, singing along louder and louder. And by that exposure, your tolerance begins to increase more and more. And as you get exposed to the loudness, the, the old loudness becomes quieter in comparison to the new loudness. Then, the character in this story, which is me, <laughs> arriving at the sports bar, surprise, surprise, to go eat chicken wings, the radio turns off in the car, much to the content of the other people in the parking lot hearing the noise pouring out of the car. Some people just simply don't understand Tool. Now in the restaurant, while chomping on chicken wings, uh, noise levels are m you know, much more drastically lower while you know, chomping away on wings and chatting with friends. Uh, you go from a headbanging 11 uh, on the volume dial, pardon the Spinal Tap reference, uh, you're probably conversing with friends at a three or four inside the restaurant. Then Danny returns to the car where the dial is, back, is at 11, where he left it, 
you know, because it's always better at 11. And when he turns the ignition and turns the car on, his eardrums are blasted and the, and the, and the hairs on the back of his neck stand up. Um, and just by the sheer surprise of just how loud the music actually was. And, su- and you know, such is the case with effort as well, right? The way we develop aversion to it, the longer we stay away from the effort dial, the lower our tolerance to effort gets and the harder it is for us to tolerate effortful actions and the more aversive and annoying it gets to effort through things so so we end up avoiding them we shy away from the noise of effort because you know our world shrinks we we hide from it and we go to our quiet places where we can't hear the effort and then the smallest noises that are effortful just are eardrum shattering and simply the more we avoid them the lower and lower our tolerance gets to effort and eventually we are in a world of hate hate as the acronym that is high aversion to effort from hate to late this episode is called hate for high aversion to effort you know because you know in psychology everything's an acronym right but in all honesty, it could also be called HADA, right? High aversion to anxiety or high aversion to anger or HATS, high aversion to sadness. Uh, but, you know, hate just has more of a ring to it, right? It's a little bit more catchy. The point is there's a similar mechanism in all, the, all those dynamics. In our inflexible behaviors of avoidance, which we know is the opposite of acceptance, uh, if you think back to the hexaflex models um, that we talked about, um, we begin to decrease our tolerance in such avoidance, um, which then leads to a snowball effect of sorts. Um, we, in, in, in essence, what we end up doing is we end up empowering that which we avoid and make it more efficiently powerful against us. So let me unpack that because that's a little bit of a, a wordy description, right? So if I avoid mowing the lawn, and let's just give, we'll just score the lawn like a, quantif- a quantitative like measure, right? So if I avoid mowing the lawn and the lawn, let's say it, it, it weighs a six on the zero to 10 effort um, meter, right? Then in avoiding it, what I have indirectly done is I've, I've strengthened the amount of effort it would take to mow the lawn um, later. Not, not because it just got harder to do because, you know, if, if you avoid mowing the lawn long enough, that lawn probably might actually start looking like a cornfield, right? But what I mean is by avoiding um, the effort that it will take to mow the lawn, then even if the lawn hasn't grown any grass, the idea of mowing it tomorrow becomes more difficult because we've avoided, we've, we've gone into avoidance of effort. So our tolerance has gone down to that. So we've become weaker. So in many ways, that, that six that the lawn, um, we would have scored the effort meter on that lawn now feels like an eight. So it actually would take more effort for us to overcome that bubble of discomfort because we didn't accept the effort it would take the first time around. So it's why people fall out of habits of going to the gym or why people fall off their diet regimens or couples fall into bad habits in the way they they resolve disagreements or why homework uh, and studying for tests tends to pile up when we avoid them is that we give in to the escape mechanism to not carry the six pounds of effort it takes to get something done. And the result is our mental muscles have just gotten a little weaker. 
and now those six pounds feel more like eight pounds, leading to more reasons to avoid, and that cycle repeats. So you end up skipping a couple days of the gym, ends up being a week. You you cheat on a couple meals, and you end up cheating for a weekend. Uh, you end up, you know, giving in to to a temper tantrum where you end up uh, instantly gratifying in your anger, and, and you say something mean to your to your significant other, and then you're more likely to do that more and more. So the avoidance of ever effort actually decreases our tolerance to it, which in result makes it heavier loads to carry, which just feeds the avoidance beast in us, right? So the solution is overly simple, but challenging nonetheless, right? It's sort of like what Arnold Palmer has a really great quote about golf. He says that golf is deceptively simple, but endlessly complicated, right? Uh, man, it's so true. I, I golf Thursday. It was terrible. Anyway, so uh, the, the solution is overly simple, but it's challenging nonetheless. We need to lean into the discomfort of effort. Uh, think of things you're good at, the, the skills that you've acquired over your life. It could be playing the guitar. It could be drawing. It could be painting, maybe coding, uh, tennis, golf, cough, cough, or dancing, meditation, etc. They, they started off as a demanding effort. It was, it was a new thing. It was difficult and challenging. And you leaned into the effort and began developing the proficiency. And with that proficiency, you built tolerance to the effort and you got better and better. Conversely, Think of the things you've given up on. It might even be the same things on that list. Maybe you gave up on the guitar or you gave up on drawing and painting or gave up on coding or tennis or you gave up on golf. Cough, cough. Um, and then what happened is because you gave up. Why? Because you lost tolerance to the effort that it took to acquire those skills and you began to develop hate. So I really think the key to this is to not to not give in to hate and, and, and let's be late instead Let's develop a low aversion to effort. So instead of hate, let's be late because you know what? It's better late than never. And now for the challenge. As I continue to challenge you to be an active participant in your own life, I challenge you to burst the bubble of aversion and begin to build a tolerance to effort, to lean into the discomfort, to extinguish the, to extinguish the hate. And you know what? It's time to be late. Right. It's, it's no better time to be late than now. Right. And I'm someone that's obsessed with being punctual. But let's get back to the little battles, the baby steps, the small challenges. Let's lean into effort. Let's pick up the guitar, pick up the golf club. Cough, cough. <laughs> my gosh, I got, I'm, I'm really scarred by my by, by the golf game the other day. The, um, you know, start with that meal plan, the phone call you've been avoiding to make the, the pending lunch with an old friend. Check those old emails, open those envelopes, get back to those to-do lists. It's time to build up our tolerance to effort, to stop avoiding them. It's time to stop the hate. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe. I hope you enjoy. I hope you share. Sharing is caring. Remember to e email us with questions and or feedback. Uh, and just uh, we're just really look forward to getting any kind of ideas or insights and, and about, about potential future ideas for episodes. Uh, and uh, you can email us again at the balancing act podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Julio. He is the producer that makes this a reality. Uh, I get to work on this show with him and that's a, that's a blessing. This is the balancing act. I am Danny. I am thankful. Take care. <laughs>